0: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Sarah Peck, and this is the Startup Pregnant Podcast. One of the concepts that I have been thinking a lot about lately is the idea of birth as a portal or a time of profound transformation. Kimberly Ann Johnson in the fourth trimester writes that all births require celebration treasuring and deep care. Today's episode isn't just for the mamas who are literally giving birth with their bodies, but it's also for everybody and anybody who has ever given birth to a new idea, a new project or a new self. And as I'll talk about in today's episode, it's also for it's the idea that that when a birth happens, and there's something like 400,000 births every day, when a birth happens, we can all access that powerful energy. It's available to all of us, but we just aren't looking at it or thinking of it in that way. Welcome to the Startup Pregnant Podcast, where we talk to creative leaders about what it means to be an entrepreneur and a parent. I'm your host, Sarah K. Peck. Before we jump into today's episode, I know that many of you know this year we have been running a nine-month mastermind for a small group of startup pregnant women. I wanted to tell you a little bit more about it and clue you in for how you can sign up for the next one if that's something you're interested in doing. We have a small group of women that are coming together to have deeper conversations around motherhood, pregnancy, fertility, entrepreneurship, business building, family, and all of the complexities and challenges that go into each of these things and trying to do them in overlapping ways. We will be kicking off the next round of The Mastermind in the spring of 2019. If you are interested in gathering with other women for open, honest, and deep conversations around what our lives actually look like, not hiding parts of them, not pretending that we're not pregnant, not pretending that it's easy, celebrating the great stuff, all of that, then head over to startuppregnant.com slash mastermind. You can get on the wait list for when the next round of applications open. And I have a free email series that walks through how I structure the mastermind, what a mastermind is, how it works, how much it costs, so you can learn more. I'm not going to keep these things from you. I will tell you all about how it works and exactly what we do. And then if it's the right fit for you sign up and apply and join and make your own masterminds because I so believe that there is power in women gathering together and having honest conversations where we witness each other in our lives and our hopes and in our struggles. The link is in the show notes. If you are out walking around listening to this right now and you can't write it down, it's startuppregnant.com slash mastermind and that will give you all of the information that hopefully you are looking for. Okay, let's get on to today's episode. Today, I want to talk about this idea of birth as a portal or a time of transformation, a time of shedding and of letting go of past selves. For me, my first pregnancy was incredibly disorienting. I found myself in a body I didn't always understand. Specific markers of my identity, things like being strong, fast, capable, athletic, getting everything done myself these started to slip away they felt like they were just slipping out of my hands and i i really did not enjoy it it feels like parts of who you thought you were were gone and that for me was really painful i was left with a question who am i if i'm not athletic if i'm not fast if i'm not waking up early before other people if i'm not getting a lot done it was disorienting to have to realize that I had attached myself to this way of being, that this was who I thought I was. And I was disappointed and discouraged. I think I thought that I was one of those people who could just throw enough energy and gumption at pregnancy. And I would somehow hurdle this wall and do it better than other people. And I would say, see, it's not a societal problem. It's not, it's not a structural problem. All of the things that we've been hearing about motherhood, We just need to be smarter or faster or more energetic or more capable, and then, then we'll be able to do it. And so when you feel like what you consider yourself is slipping away, it can be very confusing and very disorienting. But I started to learn just how powerful birth can be, and that this process of transformation, of unwinding of the self, of letting go of something that's past and embracing What is growing or becoming new inside of you is incredibly powerful. And when I interviewed Amy Henderson for this podcast, I started to read her work. And she wrote about the neuroscience behind why our brains are changing and why our bodies are changing at this very fundamental time. What I found so fascinating and so cool about this was that the transformation that happens at the time of birth and in the welcoming of a new child, the postpartum years, is as powerful for women who are giving birth as it is for the fathers and the co-parents, as long as they are present and active in the lives of the children. In fact, in your lifetime, you have a few opportunities to really transform and transcend, to become capable of doing new things, to change part of who you are. One of the greatest times we have to really grow and expand our brains is quite understandably in the first six years of life. That's when our brain is most plastic and most elastic and most able to stretch and expand and absorb. But the other time when transformation is available to us, when our brains really undergo profound transformations is surrounding the birth of a child. And what neuroscientists are finding is that this isn't just for mothers, but it's also for fathers and co-parents. She points out the research of Ruth Feldman. She's a neuroscientist at the Center for Developmental, Social, and Relationship Neuroscience. It's the Interdisciplinary Center in Herzliya, Israel, and she's an adjunct faculty member at the Yale School of Medicine. So she spent 20 years studying the impact of parenting on the brains of men and women. And I'll read you a little bit from this article because I think it's so fascinating. She says the adult human brain is capable of the greatest plasticity during the period around the birth of one's child. And that's true for moms and dads. While only mothers experience pregnancy, birth, and lactation, evolution created other pathways for the adaptation to the parental role in human fathers. And these alternative pathways come with practice, attunement, and day-to-day caregiving. That's a quote from Ruth Feldman's article. So what Amy writes then is that in other words, Feldman's research indicates that fathers, even non-biological, may be able to alter their brains as much as mothers, developing the same intuitive capacity to respond to their baby's needs and wants. The caveat, however, is that this only happens if a dad actually shows up for the job. You have to be there, spend the hours, give their babies baths, feed them, get up with them when they cry at night. If you take on a caregiving role in relationship to this child, your brain has the same potential for plasticity and your neurobiological system will start to sensitize and transform. Wow. I just, when I started reading this, I thought this was incredibly powerful and powerful for those around us. So, In my imagination of this, as I'm starting to chew on this research and experience the process of birth firsthand and also witness how it's affecting these ripple effects out towards my friends and my family and my partner and other people in our community, I start to realize that what if birth is just as powerful for our friends? What if this is a portal for transformation for you, listener? as you witness me go through this, and all of the women on this podcast go through this, if you're listening, what if you can tap into this wisdom and energy and have the same potential for transformation? In fact, maybe I can be so bold as to say that you can use my birth as a chance to transform, and that that is a possibility that's available to you. Every time a human is born, There is the opportunity to release and let go, to rise up anew, and to birth a new section of your creative self. I think by hiding or minimizing birth, by separating ourselves from it, by isolating it and putting it into hospital boxes in corners where the most we ever see is a single post-birth photo of a mom in a hospital gown with a smiling newborn or a wrapped up newborn and they're smiling. If that is our only acquaintance with birth, if that is the only thing we see through the filter of social media and we get an announcement with some statistics, you know, 20 inches long, nine pounds, boy, it's like, okay, congratulations, you've measured the length of a human and told me about its genitalia. Uh, There's probably a little bit more that we can tell and talk about and receive and understand about what's happening. And I think I wonder if we are losing touch with one of the greatest sources of power that we have, that this ritual of birth is actually a ritual of transformation. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're becoming a brand new, completely repackaged, off the shelf, different human, but that we have the chance and the opportunity to level up and to expand and to release and to let go. So I invite you to join me in asking two questions. And these are the questions that I'm asking of myself as I prepare for the birth of my second child and to go through the ritual and transformation of birth again. I have been really fascinated with the idea of shedding, shedding like a snakeskin and letting go of things that are no longer serving me. So I'll ask you this kind of two-part study. The first area is letting go, releasing. What could you, over the course of this moment, tapping into whoever is being born at this time, what could you let go of? What can you shed? Are there any old parts of yourself that are kind of, you know, worn down stories that if you really look at them, they're no longer true? Can they be retired? I remember when I turned 30 and I realized that I wasn't doing these things my 20-year-old self had done, and I was really okay with it. In fact, I loved it. And it took my brain a minute to catch up and say, oh, I don't do that anymore. And it's great. It's so great. Like I don't stay up late and I love it. And the identity markers that we have of like, oh, I can stay up late. I can do all these things. Those need attention in the form of a ritual or in the form of acknowledgement of saying, hey, I'm not that anymore. I'm something new. Think Of anything that might be like, well, I used to be this way, but I'm not anymore. I'll throw out some ideas for you. Maybe it's time to shed your addiction to social media. This one's a big one for me right now. I've spent a lot of my time in my life over the past seven or eight years building relationships and sharing stories online, and I have a hunch, I have this idea that I am ready to let go of parts of it. That there are places and spaces that need my attention, and it's not there. And in fact, that it might be healthier. Another idea is, you know, being a person that's late to things. I know people that, I have a good friend actually, who used to be late to everything. And one day she woke up and decided, I don't want to be late to anything anymore. I'm going to show up on time. And just like that, there was a transformation. Maybe it's time to let go of relationships that don't serve you. Or you spent a decade of your life not reading and you say, you know what? I want to be a reader. It's time to read books. Just as birth is a time of, of this birth of the mother, of matrescence, it's also a time for a new self. And it can be a time to embrace new ways of being, new ways of operating, new ways of showing up in the world. Maybe your bandwidth for bullshit is so small that you just start saying no to things you don't want to do, and it used to be really hard for you, but now it's not so hard. Also, I invite you to consider that this might be easy to discover. We don't have to push it. Oh, what do I? I'm going to let go of all these things. I'm going to pack up my whole house. I'm, you know, gonna. My identity is going to transform. It can be easy. It can be something that's in progress and you just the act of taking a moment to consider how am I changing? It can come to you. Oh. I don't do that anymore. The second part of this two-part question that I'm asking is what's arriving? Like what is being born? I am turning 35 the same month that my second baby is born and to me, there's just something that feels so ripe with potential. And it's fall, the season of fall. So it feels so ripe with this emergence of a new self. And I may be exhausted and kind of just cross eyed for the first year of it, but it just feels like I'm kickstarting a brand new life. And I am. There's going to be two little boys in our house and our lives. And we are we're going to be a family that's different than what looks like today. And my work is changing and transforming. So what's new? Just as we birth a brand new baby and we shed or we birth a placenta. Remember, there's two birds that happen every time you get a baby out. We grow an entirely new organ and we grow a human. The organ is sustaining us for those nine to 10 months and sustaining the life of the baby, and running our hormonal systems, which is wild. And then we birth it, and we release it, and we let go. We don't keep that organ. The organ doesn't stay around for the baby. So we shed one, and we birth a human. Just like that, something new and beautiful and intense and unique is arriving in the world. So I ask you, what's arriving in your life right now? What are you welcoming in? Here are a few ideas. Maybe more sleep. New business. Maybe you're letting go of client work and taking on a new product-based company. Maybe it's time to finally close a door that you've left open. Maybe you're calling in new friendships and saying, I'm ready to have close female friendships. Whatever it is, I invite you to welcome the new, And release the old. And you know, I always say this and I mean it. Leave us a review on iTunes if you like our show. It takes a few seconds and it really does help us a lot. If you want more of what we're talking about, go over to startuppregnant.com and get on our email list. We send out a weekly newsletter with time-saving tips for parents and entrepreneurs, and I always include a weekly gadget or tool or something awesome that we've stumbled upon to help make your life just a little bit easier. And as always, you can reach out to us at hello at startuppregnant.com. We love hearing from you.